What is good, fam? This is your boy, Coach Southfit, a.k.a. Salvatore Jr., and this is the SBF Fitness Podcast. If you're ready to ditch the excuses, break the scarcity mindset, and transform into the best version of yourself, then buckle up. You are in the right place. Let's freaking get it, squad. So, um, sleep per night, like I said. Develop a, a nighttime routine. Like for me, like you guys are going to laugh at me. I like to take baths. Yes, I'm a guy that likes to take baths because that helps me wind down at night. And I have uh, my blue light glasses somewhere, but I'm very big on taking baths. Maybe I'll put on these blue light glasses right here to help with my screens, to limit the blue light exposure, you know, and drawing boundaries with my screens. I think I just said that four times, but it's important because if you're not, like I said, difficult to get in sleep. It's going to impact the hormones, nutrition, training, right? All stems. Last point, number five, talking about how to tone up for the summer, okay? Increasing weights used. Now, this is a scientific term called progressive overload. So what that means is trying to send new stimulus to your body every, let's say, maybe four to six weeks. Uh, depending on the person, it's going to vary. Now, I think this one thing alone for most people could be the unlock, Okay? Because if you're able to properly and strategically progressively overload your workouts, then that is going to allow you to make sure that you don't hit a plateau. You continue to get stronger. You'll burn more calories. And then this is what going to help you lose weight, tone up for the summer, which is what we all want to do, right? That's why you guys are here. It's why you guys are listening. Okay. It's important. Now, here's the thing with progressive overload. I think a lot of people get fixated on thinking that, well, I need to just keep loading up the bar. Not necessarily. Now, this is something that I like to work on with my clients too. It's like, yes, we need to make sure that you're getting stronger and maybe adding two, five pounds to your exercises like here and there. But also it doesn't just come with load. It also comes from tempo, rep scheme, rest times, order of exercises. All these, all these play a role, okay? All of these play a role. Now, the bonus tip to this as we wrap this episode up because you boys got to bounce daily steps. I know everyone gets so fixated on running and sprinting. Listen, if you want to run, go ahead. But if your goal is to lose weight and tone up and drop body fat in the most sustainable and healthy way possible, then I think getting daily steps is probably the best way to do that. Because not sure if you guys are aware, when you're doing a ton of high-intensity cardio, again, it secretes cortisol, the stress hormone. If you're constantly stressed out, what? That's going to negatively impact your hormone health and your body's triggers with proper nutrition. So again, it's not to say that, hey, you can't run. Running is a sin. Listen, whatever makes you happy, if you feel like you're seeing good success with that and that's something you enjoy, go for it. You know, like it all depends on the person and what you're trying to achieve. But I do think getting daily steps, 20, 30, 40 minutes, you could even break that up throughout the day. So like I usually love to go for like morning morning walks, like 20, 30 minutes, then maybe another one after lunch. And if you break it up throughout the day, what that's going to allow you to do is keep your daily energy expenditure high. And your daily en energy expenditure is basically the amount of calories that you burn and rest burn at rest. Sorry. So if you think of it this way, if we're having all the things that we mentioned, right, lowering stress, caffeine, ideal protein, sleep, increasing weights, getting steps, you add all these combined, right? And then you are strategically getting some good steps throughout the day. You're in a really good spot. And then it just becomes fine tuning things, trusting the process, asking questions, working on your mindset. Uh, Brianna, what is the best meal to eat before and after a workout? Depends. What do you digest well? What do you enjoy? Um, I usually do. I'm a very big believer in fruit with our clients. 
So whether that's a quick uh, carb source, whether that's an apple, banana, it depends on what time you train as well. So like in the mornings, like I don't really do um, like a huge meal because, you know, you don't want to go sit with your food trying to digest while you're working out. And, and I had that question uh, asked recently as well. How long should I wait to digest for my workout? Ideally, like 60, 90 minutes, you know, around there is like a good threshold, depending on the size of the meal. You know, if you have 1200 calories, obviously, you're going to need a little bit more time to break that food down. You know, whereas if you have a two, 300 calorie meal, it's going to be a little bit quicker digesting. And that's where it comes down to like fruit, because usually uh, fruit is quicker as far as like digestion goes. Um, so it all depends like what you enjoy, what you feel like you break down well. And it's just about trying different things. So if you work out in the morning, yes, I would uh, advocate for some light, quick, like a scoop of protein with some water, maybe some milk and like a banana, like quick, easy if you're on the go. Uh, maybe like a cheese string or a Greek yogurt, something light with some protein and a good carb source for energy. Uh, but that is it, guys. I hope this helps. We're talking about how to tone up for the summer. I think you guys have a good amount of information to chew on here today. So I hope you got some value from today's episode. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope you have the best day of your entire lives. Peace, love, and protein. We'll see you in the next one. Let's freaking get it. Let's get it. What is going on, fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Shift Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast. It's your favorite online coach, Coach Sal. Let's get it. Today's episode, we're breaking down what you need to know in order to tone up for the summer. Okay, so tomorrow is March 1st as I'm recording this episode, okay? We're approaching the summer months. We're getting to the tail end of winter here. So I was thinking this morning when I was brainstorming of what I'm going to talk about on today's podcast, and I was like, you know what? Let's break it down for the summer. Look at all these fires coming in. I fucking love it. Let's get it. Okay. So here's the thing. How to tone up for the summer, what you guys need to be focusing more of, what you need to be doing less of. Let's break it down. Okay. Now, I love to look back at my younger self and think about all the mistakes that I've made. And that's why I'm in this position now to help you guys. Yes, time flies, Shay. And here's the thing. I did so many things wrong when I first started my fitness journey, but it was through the trial and tribulations of understanding that that I was able to learn through experience. And I want you guys to put this in the comments. Learn through experience. Now, if you're on the audio replay, just like say that in your mind really quick. Learn through experience. So I think there's a lot of people who love to talk about all the things that they want to do. But when it comes down to actually putting in the work, what are we doing? Because action is the cure-all every single time. You guys know if you follow me for a little bit, it's messy fucking action. Always messy fucking action. Success like speed. Learn through experience. Okay, so we're talking about how to tone up for the summer. Now, I'm going to break it down. Now, when I was trying to get in shape, because I grew up in New York, right? <clears throat> grew up in New York, and it's cold half the year. So, like, what we like to do in New York and the Northeast is, like, we kind of like to hibernate for the winter. We don't really go outside much. We're not really getting much sunlight and steps outside, you know? And then we kind of become hermits. And, like, some people love to use that as an excuse to not work on their goals. We hear this all the time, right? Oh, it's nice out. I'm going to, like, start to prioritize myself again. But here's the thing is like we need to focus on just small needle movers every single day that's going to allow you to proactively make sure you're fitting in your bathing suit come the summer. And you don't have to crash diet for six, eight weeks in order to fit in the bikini this summer. I don't want you guys to do that. I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I made. So listen up and we're going to give you some super applicable value. Okay. Now, this is also something that I just genuinely love doing with our with our team and our clients. And it's the same framework that you guys could apply here today is looking at data. Let me say that again, looking at data. So what do I mean by data? How much protein are you having? 
cal what do your calories look like do you know how much caffeine you're consuming how much sleep you get per night how much water you're drinking daily how many steps do you get how frequently and consistent are you with your workouts right like looking at these factors and being honest with yourself because the proof is in the fucking pudding like we were just talking about learning through experience but here's the thing you could also be doing those things and not getting anywhere because you don't know what you don't know so maybe you're not doing the right things because you don't even understand it and that's a problem right so you just need to like ask the right questions so that's why we're here today see where i'm going with this are we setting the scene nice i hope so because without data it becomes difficult now if you're a client of mine and you've been in my program for a little bit you know you know how we do it with that data is fucking everything okay so let's give you guys some tangible i think i said that right tangible tangible we're going to give you guys some tangible information today to make sure that you guys are toning up for the summer okay number one number one put this in the comments focus on lowering stress i'm going to say that again focus on lowering stress whether that's a morning routine meditation limiting your screen time drawing boundaries excuse me super important that we're trying to lower stress because if your body is always in a stressed state and your cortisol levels which is the stress hormone are super high it's going to be difficult for you to lose weight and like me and my girlfriend were actually having a conversation this weekend about that like traumatic experiences leave stress on your body and unless you actually talk through those things and work through those then your body is actually going to hold on to that trauma and constantly be in this stress state which may be another contributing factor as to why maybe you're struggling to lose weight right thank you guys for the comments <clears throat> could not agree with you more i love it thank you guys for tuning in that's the number one thing we need to focus on when toning up for the summer focus on lowering stress if you're always stressed out and you're rushing to work you're not getting good sleep you're not getting adequate protein it's going to be difficult for you to shed off those pounds and feel good about yourself this summer we don't want that okay number two watch caffeine intake say that one more time watch your caffeine intake important why because this is also going to have a huge impact on your hormone okay focusing on caffeine intake now this is something that me and my coach have been uh really looking at lately because i think that i over time have developed adrenal fatigue which is a problem and it's basic basically burning out your adrenal glands from abuse of caffeine now we've lowered it back and like here's the thing like if you someone who like does a lot of pre-workout does a lot of coffee maybe you struggle to sleep a little bit and like you've been having coffee and caffeine for a majority of your life don't just pull cold turkey so it's about paying attention to what you're doing now the average like cup of coffee usually ranges from like 100 to 200 milligrams depending on what you're using whether if uh it's an espresso um depending on the amount all these things matter right? So ideally, what should you be looking for? Well, on rest days, days that I'm not training about 100 milligrams, so that's literally like a cup of coffee. On training days, 300 milligrams. So maybe like one, two, maybe three cups tops, maybe if you take pre workout, then maybe one serving. The reason it's important that we're not abusing caffeine is because if you're always constantly frying your adrenal glands, and your body is in a stressed state, it's going to be difficult for your hormones to regular out, regulate out naturally. Does that make sense for always drinking too much caffeine it's not only going to impact your sleeping patterns but also your hunger hormones as well because you guys ever notice that when you have a lot of caffeine you're not really as hungry and maybe it affects your nutrition and because maybe your nutrition habits are off you don't sleep as good and it all snowballs in each direction so this is important we're talking about how to tone up for the summer next point number three i don't know what i tried to do there number three 
Next point, get one gram of protein per pound of body weight. So let's make the argument that maybe you're 130, 140 pounds right now. Then you should get about 140 grams of protein per day. Now I get this question a lot. <clears throat> well, does that mean I should just do three scoops of whey protein, a protein bar, or maybe some eggs? Also, the quality of your proteins definitely play a role as well because different foods are made up of different micronutrients, different vitamins and minerals. So different foods are going to be literally having different components that's extremely important to pay attention to. Now, yesterday, we had our registered dietitian, Rockstar Milena, come into our community and do a huge um, hour call deep dive into the gut-brain connection and how the quality of your foods impacts your hormones. So if you'd like some information on that, let me know. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people. It's fucking lit. So she was talking about that yesterday about the gut-brain connection. I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this, but 90% of your dopamine is made in your gut. I'll say that again. 90% of your dopamine is made in your gut. So what does that mean? The hormone that makes you feel happy, dopamine is literally made in your gut, which is affected by what? The quality of your foods. So if your quality of foods is shit, you're constantly stressed out, you're having a ton of caffeine, you're not having an adequate protein and a good amount of sleep, you're not properly increasing the load with your training sessions in the right way, of course, you're going to be at a plateau and you're not going to be dropping weight. Because I see a lot of women, sorry, I'm just going to call a spade a spade, but just riding the Peloton and doing the bike till the cows come home, you're not going to grow your glutes that way. You're not going to shrink your waist. You're not going to flatten your stomach. It's going to be difficult. These are the factors we need to focus on. I've worked with hundreds of people specifically women on doing this. This is the answer. If you guys want to tone up for the summer, listen to what I'm saying right now and take notes. Okay. Next point. Number four, get sleep, ideally six, eight hours of sleep per night. Now I understand that. Hey, Sal, you know, I'm doing a lot of work. You know, I got kids, you know, maybe I'm traveling. How do I get my sleep? Find a fucking way to make it happen. And yes, you may think, oh, well, that's easier said than done, Sal, to get six hours of sleep per night. Well, it comes back to what we were talking about the other day, nighttime routine, right? Drawing boundaries with your screen time. Are you watching TV till 10 p.m. at night? Are you scrolling on TikTok until you try and close your eyes? The thing is, excuse me, we have to try and reduce the blue light exposure that comes from our screens, phones, TVs, right? Because if we're not limiting our blue light exposure, then it's going to be difficult for us to get into a good sleeping pattern. And then if we're not getting sleep, right, then it's going to be impacting our hormones, which is what going to impact our cues when it comes to nutrition and nutrition is going to affect your performance in the gym. So you see how I'm making this connection about how everything is tied together. And I hope you guys are grasping what I'm putting down here, because if you could actually focus on these areas and really nail these down, I could almost guarantee that you will notice and feel a difference within the next two, three months if you're able to stay consistent with this. And yes, like we could get very meticulous with tracking weights and macros and all those things. Um, I saw your question. Brianna, what's a good diet plan? Hit the macro goals. It depends for everybody. It looks different for every single. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you got value from today's episode and you want to work closely with me and my team, head on over to my Instagram at SalFitTorio. That's S-A-L-F-I-T-T-O-R-I-O and message me the word ready and we could have a chat about whether or not I could help you reach your fitness goals. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you and I hope you have the best day of your entire life. Talk to you guys soon. Peace.